Oh man. Hey, what's good, money? How you been? So been alright, man. So ready for this mid season, which is right now. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Money and Veli uh, podcast. I'm your co-host Veli, and I'm your co-host Money. Yes, yep. sir. Back with another banger, episode nine. Yeah, for all you newcomers right here. Yeah, this the mid season. Feel free to watch the previous episodes too. Get up to date with what you know, what what we're talking about. Because now um, it's time to for us to switch up, go to more into the you know today's news and our uh, recent stuff that would would like what happened and within this month and within last month too, which is what what we're gonna get into. But right now, what's the topic, Belly? Well, for one, the episode "The Danger Returns." And how do we introduce that? We got to go back and talk about influences. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, for you newcomers, this is practically part two of Dangers of the Market, which was episode three. So feel free to check that out. Yes, sir. Run up the views on it. Likes, comment, subscribe. We got it on YouTube. Yeah. A lot of the big platforms hit that notification bell wherever you're at. And get in there and learn some. Exactly. So let's go ahead and get into it. So, for one thing, for the, I guess the dangers of the market, we we got to start talking about the influences. I don't like money said we'd already previously talked about influences before, but I'll kind of go over like a, I guess a quick recap on basically what influence I'm talking about. And basically what I mean influence is just factors that cause the market to fluctuate in prices. So there's a plethora of things that can cause that. For one, supply and demand, wars, national disasters, um, the level of trust in the financial sector, the level of trust in a government, a legal system, new technologies, things like that. Or even news from uh, a business CEO or news from a company, all those things can influence the market. Definitely. And then that's what we're going to get into like right now, especially when uh, Veli just mentioned, you know, the trust within these financial sectors too, because that, that's been, you know, a big issue lately. And I'm going I'm to get into like um, certain networks that are involved in the crash at that too, you know, especially within the crypto market because people want to know like what happened, you know, because like if you, if you're paying attention, the market's been crashing and then just getting lower and lower on both sides, you know, especially crypto, which crashed hard, like Bitcoin was what, 50K, then it crashed in the 20s now. Yeah, I and think that, so, yeah. Yeah, and Ethereum, which went back like to a whole thousand, yeah, so we're gonna get, you know, we're gonna get um into the events within that and within that um section right there, which um which is gonna lead me to bringing up Terra Luna. So if you've been involved in the crypto market, then you definitely heard about the 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 Luna crash. And you know, so I'm gonna tell you like a little bit what that is and what actually happened, you know, especially when I talk about trust, because these people um that you know, a lot of these people putting their money into these um, cryptos. That's part of a company that you definitely 
can't trust and then you end up losing your money. And it happens a lot in crypto, but it really happened this time, you know, within the past few months, you know, I mean, up until today. So I'm going to talk about Terra Luna. So Terra is owned by the CEO named Do Kwan. And then, so they got two coins. They got the um, UST, which is a stable coin. Then they got their um, Luna token. So how they got people into there, they promised a lot of APY, you know, a lot of returns, like um, you're getting 20%. You know, if you participate in that network, you invest in the coin, you get paid, you know, a whole lot of interest with their stable coin. Now, what stable coins are is they're still a crypto, but their prices don't go up and down like a crypto. They usually keep, keep it um, pegged with the dollar, you know, so the stable coin is always going to be worth a dollar. You know, sometimes like it'll, it'll fluctuate between like a dollar ninety nine cents, but still it keeps the one one to one peg with a dollar, so you can keep the value of um, your returns when you cash them out. So, so that's so that's what a stable coin is. But the difference between these stable coins is the backing. Though, know, like not every stable coin is made the same. Which I'm gonna dive into Terra Luna stable coin, which is called UST. Now, the UST stable coin is um it, it has a backing called uh let me see it's it's an algorithmic stable coin that's what it is because it's backed by code and it's and it's not the only one but that that's what an algorithmic stable coin is now you got something like USDC that's actually got you know real US dollars in reserve you know it's it's actually backed by the US dollar and keeps the um you know one to one ratio with the dollar but with UST it's not it's just code and then they say they got, you know, like $3 billion worth of Bitcoin in reserves just in case something happens, which I'm going to get into that later on. So what ended up happening is um, the stable coin wasn't so stable. You know, it lost its peg, went all the way down, you know, it crashed, went all the way down, which was not supposed to happen. And the market ended up crashing and people you know, want to know why now you're seeing articles, Terra Luna this and Doquan that. But but that's what like, well, right after that, the crypto market had crashed horribly and it's still crashing. And then, yep. yeah, it is. And UST and then what UST is, it, um, you already know it's an algorithmic stable coin, you know, that wasn't so stable, but it happened to be a top 10 stable coin. And which was at number four at one point. So with these stable coins, if they crash, that affect affects the markets badly, you know, especially if you're in, you know, top ten stable coins. And then that's exactly that's exactly what happened. And then and then people are investigating the CEO um to this day, you know, Do Kwan. You know, and then they, you know, and then there's allegations saying, um, you know, saying this and that, you know, it might been a, might have been an inside job. You know, he might have been had some people on it, too. But I ain't going to get into that. I'm going to just say, you know, it's a fact that he had sold shares right before the crash. So sold shares of Luna, which is that, you know, the actual crypto that crashed, too, by the way. And then what is crazy is, you know, he he sold shares, you know, stealing money, you know, selling millions of shares since early this year. So he sold billions billions of dollars worth of um 
Luna before the whole market had crashed for one. And now, now he's getting into trouble with that. And then two, what happened to all that Bitcoin reserve, you know, because they had people believing that when they relaunch it, which they did, which the exchanges allowed, that it was everything was going to be okay, you know, because people wanted to get that money back because they lost billions of dollars, you know, messing with this network. Like billions of dollars was lost. So uh, so it had so it had everybody furious. But at the same time, there was a lot of people and still putting money into this Luna coin called, you know, uh, Luna 2.0. That's what they call it. It was like, oh, yeah, it's about to revamp. Yeah, you see it. Terra Terra is about to be bigger than ever. Crash 80 percent. So they fooled the people twice. And and then I'm sorry to say it, but the people that put their money into it, you know, have to get fooled the first time actually ask, you know, ask for it. You know, because what happened, you can't you can't trust them. You know, that's a red flag right there. Not financial advice, but I'm just saying. So they end up losing that money twice. And then and the fact that people knowing that they had all those Bitcoin reserves, you know, that's what got them believing in that, too. I was like, yeah, 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 it's going to be, you know, backed by Bitcoin. They're going to use this Bitcoin. What happened to the reserves? Uh, most likely he sold it because the Bitcoin reserves didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, that's wild, you know, and <laughs> people, you know, trying to break into his house and everything, you know, and it's still, I mean, this happened a month ago and he's still being investigated till this day, you know, and then now they're finding out new things. They just found out this month how, how much he actually sold before the crash happened. So, yeah, everybody lost billions. The CEO still making all that money. So that so that's one thing right there, you know, like that we got going on today was like this Terra Luna situation and then how the market crashed the way it did. And then not only that, that. Um, so if you think the stable coin effect in the market is bad, the, the number one coin is actually under fire, too. Because uh, I'm going to bring up this other um, scandal that's been going on for years, but they, they, they have yet to get caught. And, and it's called Tether USD, you know, by the um, Tether Treasury. You know, and then that's what people have been looking at ever since this um, algorithmic stablecoin crash, because they're looking at the backing. Now, Tether's been in question for a while because they say they was backed you know, one-to-one with the dollar, you know, because they was actually backed by the dollar. They actually had, you know, all that in reserves, but it wasn't 100% backed by the dollar. They lied and say it was 100% backed, but it wasn't, you know, it was actually under that. So they got caught in a lie once, and then now now they said they backed mostly by commercial papers. So they're back now because their backing is questionable, people have been um, taking money out of Tether too and then, you know, putting it to things more certified like USDC, which, you know, has a real actual US dollars and reserves. Tether, Tether doesn't. They've been print, printing for the longest time. So, that, so that's the uh, scandal behind Tether. And it's the most used stable coin. Still, like, it's the number one stable coin, but it's not fully back, which is a problem because if that, and, and it's actually most of the market. Like I remember I was looking at this, um, 
you know, Quincy Jones video, you know, he averaged it to be 60% of the market. So, I mean, tap it being half the market and it'll crash. Do you know, like, I mean, if Luna crashed the market like this, do you know how bad Tether can be? Exactly. And it's more than half. That is not a small amount. Exactly. Not a small amount at all. No, nah, no, nah, not a small amount at all. And then they're not, pro they're not, you know, properly audited too. They're not, yeah, they're actually not audited. They kick the auditors out. And then, and then every time like the market goes down a little bit, you know, and then I've been, I've been looking at this tracker on Twitter. It says, you know, a billion coins or a hundred million coins been, um, you know, printed by the tether treasury, you know, so they, so they print all this money, but how much of it is actually backed, you know, cause they just printed out of thin air. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's a scan a scandal about them, um, actually getting real money back because what, what they've been doing is, um, they've been sending it to other exchanges like big, um, big uh, which bought Bitcoin, you know, drive the price up. They sell it and then they, you know, they get some of that money back in returns, you know, doing all that illegal stuff when they was printing money out of thin air in the first place. And hence why we got the title dangers of the market. These are some of the dangers you're going to see. And um, hopefully I wouldn't wish it upon you, but you might encounter when you kind of uh, stick your hand in this. Yeah, which is why, you know, doing your research is important, too, because there's a lot of coins out there. and You got to know what to choose. You choose the wrong coins that can really hurt you, you know, and, and who you're trying to support. You know, it hurt, can't hurt you and your family. That's true. And another thing I forgot to bring up for some of the viewers that might not understand, like, why he keeps mentioning stablecoin when he's already talking about the Terra Luna coin. What does a stablecoin have anything to do with it? For one thing, when it comes to cryptos, cryptocurrency, a lot of them have a lot of volatility. And volatility, I mean price movement. There's a large price swings. Literally, beginning of the day, example, I'll give you Bitcoin. Bitcoin could be worth, for the sake of the argument, it could be worth 60000 a day. And then for whatever reason, near the end of the day, even like a few hours in a day, it'll drop to like, who knows, 53,000, 54,000. That's a large price swing. That's what we call volatility is price swing. And because there's such a large volatility in these currencies, you need something to back it and to keep it stable for price reasons. Hence the name, a stable coin. The big problem with this Terra Luna situation is even the stable coin dropped, which ultimately caused the crash. And the reason, not even the reason for that, when it came to the Terra Luna coin, a, a lot of people started exchanging the Terra USD for the Luna coin. And because of that, the supply of Luna spiked and the price plummeted. And you have more people selling off the Terra coin. Because of that, the balance between them, well, the balance mechanism between them stopped. That's more like the technical side of why it crashed. Money just kind of gave you, kind of gave you the, uh, behind the scenes reasons of some of the results that caused it to crash. Yep. And then, you know, now people are paying attention to like how, now how the stable coins are, you know, because this is what can happen when a stable coin is proper, when, when it isn't properly backed in the first place, you know, 
um, which which it was backed by the code. You know, they was trying to um, trying to do that instead of you know real money. And then that's the risk you're taking. You know, if you don't know what you're putting your money into. So exactly. that, that goes, true. yep, yep, that goes with, you know, the UST and now the USDT, that's, that's, um, that's the ticker symbol for Tether, the USDT, and what, you know, what they got in common, except Tether hasn't been caught yet, you know, they've been, um, you know, they've been under fire um, before, but yeah, well, but now if they get, get caught this time, no, that, that's going to, that's going to hurt the market, because think about it. They, people use a lot of these stable coins to like um, not only keep the same returns, you know, the value of their returns, but also buy other coins off the market too, you know, because that's something called trading pairs where you um, deposit the coin into the account so you can um, buy um, buy some other coins. And Tether has a lot of trading pairs, you know, along with Bitcoin, which 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 is why I said it's the most used because it's because it's like um, the most used when it comes to trading pairs, trading for other coins. But what happens when you actually, when a lot of people actually buy something that's, you know, with something that's not even worth anything in the first place? That's a problem. So, yeah, of course it's going to hurt the market. Yeah, definitely going to hurt the market. And the reason why any of this has any, um, I guess why it's connected even to the stock market or to us as normal people, the stock market kind of reflects to a certain extent reflects of kind of like how, how the economy is going to a certain extent with this whole Terra Luna situation. And um, even the reason any of that matters is cryptocurrency has come a long way. Now it, it, it's, it's, it's in the forefront of everything by being that. And a lot of companies, back the coin certain currencies or they actually allow it in their own economic system where you can purchase uh products with their currencies bitcoin ethereum you know etc a lot of these companies and banks are now allowing the use of these cryptocurrencies to purchase products from them the reason this is such a problem now when these things crash Cryptos has a now now it has kind of like a responsibility because they hold so much weight into the market now. They drag other sectors down with them, so now they have a responsibility. This is why it's such a a concern now of why certain things are crashing. I'm like, oh, it's cryptos. They ain't got nothing to do with us. So a certain, like I said, they hold a lot of weight now. They're this is going back to us saying how the stocks and cryptos are becoming connected they're going to affect each other as it's showing. Now they're both affecting each other because the stocks, the stock market is down. We're in a severe bear market, severe bear market with the stock prices already. Yeah. And then just get more severe at that too. Exactly. And it's severe in other places too. Now in the stock market, as far as like, you know, influences around the world, we have an increase in prices. And we all know that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we, each and every one of us is feeling it. Exactly, especially with these gas prices. Yeah, man. And then, yes, one and one thing is leading to another, you know, which is why, like, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because, like, 
what we mentioned, you know, with the Terra Luna thing is uh, is what happened last month still being investigated this month. And then I'm glad he mentioned, you know, like um, how crypto market affects the stock market and vice versa, you know, just to show you like what we've been talking about. Uh, and then and just and notice how both the markets keep crashing at the same time. You know, one crash, the other other crash, too. But those, um, you know, that's been been on it, you know, either one of those markets or, you know, both of the markets, because Wasn't another one that crashed, too. Oh, oh yeah. Um, are you talking about another crypto? Oh, then crash was it Celsius? Yeah, it was definitely Celsius, and I was just about to bring that up too because people are questioning if the Terra Luna incident had led to the Celsius incident, which I think it did. You know, especially um, the way I'm gonna break it down to you now, like what's going on with Celsius for for the people that haven't heard about it or don't know too much about it and just heard about it. So what Celsius um, is a network that promised people a lot of APY, just like Terra Luna, you know, a lot of returns for them, um, you know, lock, locking their coins up. So what happened, I mean, not locking it up, but, you know, putting their coins in, you know, one of their DAOs or one of their dApps, and then they get um, get a whole, whole bunch of returns, whole bunch of interest. So... What happened with that is Celsius couldn't keep up with giving people their returns because, you know, everything went down so hard and so fast. You know, they had they had something called the sell token, which was supposed to be liquidity for them just to get them out of a jam. And now that that token had crashed and it crashed even harder, you know, it crashed about 80 percent. So what happened how they acted on it was people they they locked up people's shares they literally like they they you couldn't withdraw you couldn't take your money out of nothing they cut that off so yeah so people so people can't even touch their money you know messing with celsius and then that coin had went down at that a whole lot so people question, did the Terra Luna thing lead up to it, which I think it did. Because they because they was up at first and then everything went down. Now they didn't know what to do. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what happened with Celsius. And then another thing, too. Um, now, one algorithmic stable coin messed up that bad, you know, that it affected markets that, you know, people... Because remember, I told you, people are now starting to pay attention to what they're putting their money in, especially with these stable coins, because Tron um, got an algorithmic, um, algorithmic stable coin, too, called um, USDD. Okay, what's an algorithmic stable coin, man? You know, I know a little bit about cryptos, but not as much as you. What's that, man? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's what I said <laughs> earlier, too. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a coin that's literally backed mainly by code. That's what that's what an algorithm um, algorithmic stablecoin is. It's not like USDC, you know, where they have real actual U.S. dollar in reserves. No, it's actually backed by code. I don't know what type of code they backing it with, but it's code. <laughs> 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 so yeah, and then um, so that's that's what I said earlier too. But uh, but now people looking at all be like, oh no, algorithmic stablecoin. Let me take my money out here. You know, and keep it in something that's real. 
And then that's what happened. You know, now it's losing its peg, meaning losing it to, you know, um, losing its dollar value. You know, it's supposed to keep up with the dollar, but not not go under it. And that's exactly what it did. Now it's, you know, now it's going under too because of the Terra Luna situation. So now, you know, that that might affect Tron too. You know, the T, like the, the value of the TRX token, you know, unless, unless, you know, they do something. But I don't think it'd be as bad as Luna. Like they, like they didn't, they didn't mess up big twice at that too. Yeah, well, then it almost crashed into like nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, and then and then that's the thing too. Like you just uh, bought up a flashback because remember I told you I looked at that Coffeezilla video. And then yeah. for those who don't know who Coffeezilla is, you know he's a he's a YouTuber, and um, you know he he dressed up like a detective too, and uh, kind of lays some of his evidence out, like you know like um like a private eye, you know that you look at um, one of those old clips, um which which is cool. So yeah, um, I like Coffeezilla, but um, so he he goes in about um, he even goes in about like Celsius and and the tether situation, basically saying the same thing that we said. So he played a, so he played a clip of Do Kwan saying, oh yeah, and that's the thing with this project too. Um, I would like to you know start from nothing and go back to nothing. So so what does that sound like to you? Sound like some villain monologue to me. (laughs) (laughs) It sound like it sound like Terra Luna right there. You know, start start from nothing, and then went straight back to nothing. Went to zero, and that it did. Pretty close. Yeah, and then I'm also mentioning the fact that if you invested a million dollars in Luna, it would it would have been three dollars. That's how much you would have had left. And that's a pretty big drop. Like, think about that for a second. That's just a million dollars. And you know, there's others out there, the people that make the biggest splash in the market, we call them whales. They've invested more than just a million. So you can only imagine how much they lost. That's true. That's true. And then it's bad for the people um well i'm I'm gonna say you know bad for like regular people like you and me you know the middle class because there's a whole lot of people that invested under a million they they just got completely destroyed if that did that to a million dollars invested then safe to say everybody you know like a whole lot of people you know the middle class that invested in there don't got that money no more yeah, portfolio obliterated. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> y'all obliterated Exodia. <laughs> oh, on one hand, uh, that's the piece that did it. I <laughs> got the fifth piece in the hand. <laughs> yeah, man. And I thought, you know, I thought Tether was going <laughs> go do that first, but now, now it was terror. Now it was terror. And bound to get worse of tether because now, now, like if y'all look this up, now they showing certain articles too, you know, saying you know tether might <laughs> tether might be next or tether under fire ever since the Luna situation. You know, they got they got to explain their backing. Yeah, but like you said, that's been going on for a while, so who knows when their time come? Yeah, who knows when their time t- time come? But just keep your eyes open, basically. So you know, 
So if you take anything from this, you know, do your research. And, um, and then if you're diving into any type of coin, really, you know, like investigate the company, you know, the people, and then just know what you're holding at that. You know, to, you know because with, I mean, with cryptos, definitely you got to play it safe. You know, this, I mean, this goes for stocks too, but yeah, cryptos, definitely. Especially cryptos. <laughs> yes. Yes. Especially cryptos. <laughs> Old italics, especially cryptos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to emphasize that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> because there's been so much so much lost in this game. Now that there's so much to gain in cryptos too, but there's so much loss at that. Like that, a hey, hey, high risk emphasis high on reward. High, yeah, high risk, high reward is the definition of that. Cause, cause now you're seeing like how this, like this is a domino effect, was is what I'm seeing. Now, cause we talked about you know Terra, and then now now it has an effect on you know two other networks. This was which results in people either taking their money out or people losing money. And it's gonna be one or the other. So when I say trust. That that's what you should do your research on, you know, to the point where you can actually trust that coin or that company or the person that's running it. Because when Veli said trust, I was like, yeah, that's a big word right there. Trust. Yeah, if you don't trust it, don't put your money in it. Or if Even you if it's question, doing well. Yeah, because pon- you know, Ponzi's and you know, scam coins can do well too. Exactly. Yeah, so so that's what it is of uh, the trust right there, and yeah, do that do that research. Cause do you do your due diligence. <laughs> yeah, this ain't financial advice, but <laughs> yeah, do your due diligence. We we can only warn you. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's what's been going on going on this year. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff too, you know, like um what Veli said earlier, you know, the price is going up, you know, especially with this gas, which then reached five dollars. I think what was it? I was reading a post, I can't remember from where, but I think it was like the first time in US history where all fifty states the gas prices were I think five dollars and up the first time. Man. Five dollars, man. It was. I mean, not too long ago. You know, that I don't remember. I remember it being way lower than that. Like ten dollars to fill up an old car. Uh, people spending forty and fifty. Oh, you tell it take like seventy to fill up my car. I'd be sitting here just watching it just drain my account. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> there you go. Even the, you know, even the, even some of the drivers complaining about it. Well, it came through the door for like five dollars for gas. Spend some of that tip money on it, which is a shame. So you got like prices. I mean, I mean, even just for the food, you know, can't even spend a dollar just for a bag of chips. You got to spend two or three. Yeah, because everything's going up. Inflation. Yeah, housing market ridiculous. I don't even talk about that, bro. We're just in a terrible bubble, a bubble right now. Just waiting to pop. 
Oh, man. And, and that's the crazy thing about it. It's like, to a certain extent, it's nice. Because this is like, you know, it will be the best time to sell, but it's the worst time to buy a house. It's like a double-edged sword. Exactly. So, hey, if you plan on selling him, prepare to buy a smaller house. Or, some, I don't know, like, you know, stay in an apartment or something, <laughs> crash <laughs> at a friend's house and wait till, <laughs> wait till the bubble pops. Like I said, best time to sell, worst time to buy. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, go ahead and find a friend, still pay him that rent money, and then just yes, sit on him on that wall. You got to probably flip a little bit if you know what you're doing. Legally. <laughs> of course, legally. Yeah, but some people, yeah, you don't know about some people. I don't know about some people, man. Be like, yeah, this money at Valley told you do that. No, no, we didn't. Uh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't tell you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, listen to us, but uh, you know. <laughs> don't take us out of context. That's what exactly. <laughs> that's what. That's what I was looking for. Don't take it out of context. <laughs> Oh man, I t- I take this video down at the night. Yeah, don't get us banned. We already got copyright. Don't get us banned. <laughs> uh, but well, it's nah. funny about um, <laughs> increase in prices. Another thing, since the markets are down for a lot of stuff, again, as we said earlier, when the markets are down, we look at this as a sale. This is like a half off, buy one, get one, <laughs> half off for a lot of things. I mean, buy everything. You see something low, instantly buy it. I'm just saying, we're in a bear market right now. This is the best time. <laughs> yeah, because you, yeah, 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 you have, you ever heard of Black Friday, right? Yeah. Well, look at the market, be like, yeah, it's red Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for stocks, you know, we close. We close on the weekend. Uh, so I read Friday then start off early. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I have in my mind. You know, just market dips, buy. And then, you know, when everything's green again, especially in the crypto market, when 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 it when the market when we're in the bull run, it goes up. Like and they, and they that that's how millionaires are made. You know, buy it and buy at the lowest dips, and then when that bull run comes, you know, then that's that's you know that's the time to sell, you know, everything, everything going up, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum go up, everything good, especially. Yeah. But the only other thing with that is buying the dip. When, you, when we're in a, uh, the type of, uh, I won't, it's not a recession. I won't say that, but the way the market is right now, we still don't know what the lowest dips are. So be careful with buying that low dip. Cause you could be thinking this is lowest it can go. And then something can drop like a hundred dollars down and you could have you know got it for a better price then i'm not saying you missed out on a chance it's just we don't know what the we can't predict we never can predict the market but we don't have a good handle of how the market is going to go we know it's going to drop we just don't know how low it's going to drop so be careful when buying those dips yeah that's true because you know yeah you're better off this ain't financial advice, but better off spending time in the market than actually time in the market. So instead of just focus on time in it, if you actually worry about it, you know, since the market you know, won't be going up anytime soon, just, uh, just be like, yeah, $50 here or $10 here, you know, each week start accumulating. But then, you know, and then see if it drops, you know, even lower than that, which it has been. 
And then if it's at a, you know, and if it dropped real hard, then I'm, I'm like, yep, I'll, I'll go ahead, throw a hundred dollars in there. <laughs> I don't, I don't even care if go any lower. It's lower than when I first bought it. Yep. Or you can do what I do. You know, it's dropping. You can uh, put down some uh, option plays or some puts. Cause uh, let me say this. It has been a great time for option traders in this market for uh, placing down puts because the market has been crashing down so far. And remember what option plays or puts is you you're essentially betting that the price will go down. And that's exactly what the market has been doing. It has been going down. Yeah, that, that reminds me. Um, yeah. And then you can do um, options and cryptos too. And how I found that out, is when um because some options traders got rich off the terror crash because while they was talking to Doquan, Doquan being all co you know being all cocky, and then um you know they had other wells be like okay okay watch uh Luna crash in a few months I'm a bet on it literally, and then <laughs> people got a whole lot of money off the crash by doing these option plays. Oh, they definitely have because like for instance I trade spy and. I think the current price of it right now is three sixty three. Don't quote me on that. It might be like three sixty seven. But which I can't pull it up now. But eventually in future episodes we're pulling adding charts and um showing yeah, slides and different things. Oh yeah, screenshots too. I got a few to share. Exactly. But with um spy, I'll give a uh, a pretty good example. Like around uh, we'll say I don't want to do this. The sixteenth of June. Spy was I think at the highest was like three eighty two, three eighty four. And by the 17th, it had dropped all the way to around 364. It dropped like $20. Now, you might think that's small, but it's actually not. When you're playing options, that's a, a pretty decent drop in itself. A very big drop at that. So you can make a, a big play on it. But the grand scheme I was talking about is if you're able to pull up a chart of SPY, like I said, it was trading earlier, earlier of June, it was trading around four fifteen, four sixteen per share. Four and sixteen dollars per share. Now this is earlier in June, like the first week of June. If you look into now, it is just a massive plummet in price. It's like something falling off the cliff. And it's trading, like I said, right now, oh, three sixty six. So I went too far off. I said 367. But that was a massive drop in price. So for options traders, this this was a, I wouldn't say standard, but this was a, a nice little play for us. Because like I said, we play both sides. There is no, we only love bull markets. Like, don't get me wrong. We, we want bull markets because that means a company's doing good, you know, more trust in the company. All that things, 
increases the price of the company. That means we can trade it more, all that stuff. Whatever the case is, means the company's doing good. But in the same sense, a bear market, we can make money off a of bear market too because the whole goal is to make successful trades. And so you could make successful trades in a bull market or a bear market. And just with this, all you had to do was put down some puts and you would have made a killing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just like that. Uh, people bet against terror. <laughs> yeah, they made a killing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They made a killing, too. So it's the same for uh, crypto traders. They made a killing, too. So like like we said, even though there is an increase in prices as far as how the economy is going because of inflation, the way the market is going right now, there is money to, to be made. Now, as far as investing, not day trading or even swing trading, your portfolio probably did take a plummet. Most likely did. It's almost like it had to have plummeted to a certain extent. Not bad, but just know because the way we're in, in this market right now, it probably plummeted just because the way it's going. Now, yeah, yep, yeah, most likely, yeah, chaos right there. Exactly. So the best thing would have done was either hedge your funds or prepare for it if you were up and up on the investment. But just know that it's not permanent. The market is always going to fall. The market is always going to rise. This is just the way it is. Does it suck? Yeah, it sucks. But this is just how the market goes. This is just how the game is played. This is how it's always been. There's been worse times. There have been better times. This is how it's just going to be. There's going to be times where we're in a uh, pretty crappy bear market. And like I said, the, the market kind of reflects what's going on in the economy. And we see how the economy is. We have an increase in prices. We have uh, inf uh, inflation. Increasing yeah. uh, real estate, uh, real estate sector, real estate properties going up because we're in a massive bubble right now that's just waiting to pop. And when it pops, the market is going to drop even further. And that's crazy, too, you know, and then we already got the um, shortages also. Oh, yeah, exactly. I forgot about that, too. Yeah, we have shortages going on. That's affecting the market. This goes back into, like, this is the danger returns, but mainly we're going off of influences. All these things that we've talked about so far influence the market in some shape or form. Shortages influence the market because it's what's going on in the economy. It's what's going on in the world, what's going on in the country. That's what influences the market. Everything influences the market. We have a massive shortage going on just, um, I think it was a few weeks ago, we had a shortage on uh, Similac. And we had to get some flown in from, uh, I forget which country, but uh, flown us some um, Similac. I forget which country it was. But yeah, it was a shortage going on that. And, you know, that's a big problem to have a shortage on Similac. That's crazy. Yeah, shortage of that. Yeah, microchips. Yeah, micro microchips for computers. Yeah, food too. Like I know y'all's been seeing the same shelves empty for the longest time. Yeah, warehouses are not getting certain products, so they're sh shutting down certain areas and certain warehouses because at one point in time they weren't getting the product from that company, so they just had to sh shut certain areas down. There's a shortage going on. Yeah, man, and um, you know, and all them ships being stuck, 
you know, out there in the water, you know, could, couldn't even bring everything to us on time. And that's the thing, too, because, we're like, we got, you know, all the material, but it's just not getting here. Exactly. Aren't they still stuck? Some of them are. Yeah, the news has so. kind of been quiet so far as uh, what I've been saying. It's kind of quiet about that. Yeah, and guess what? It led to that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so COVID really messed a lot of things up, you know, because it put people out of work. Oh, they couldn't they couldn't do anything. Oh, yeah. COVID definitely put um a lot of people out of work. What was... I'm trying to remember the percentage of like the un- like the unemployment rate for COVID. The unemployment rate was insanely high just for April of that year. What was it? 2020? I want to say. I think the unemployment rate was around 14% back in April of 2020. Yeah, because you, cause you was like, we haven't had a rate like that in a long time. So like in decades, right? Yeah, because the last one that was even uh, close to that was uh, the recession back in um, 08. I think the unemployment rate was around like 10%. That was around October of 08 or 09. Can't specifically remember. But yeah, that was the last time it was even anywhere near close to that. So yeah, yeah. you were about a decade ago or a little yeah. more than a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people was... Yeah, a lot of people wasn't working, and we was locked down too. Yep, and that and that reflected in the market as well too because of COVID. The market, I think, we was in a bear market during that time too. Eventually, it crept back up, but the markets were pretty down during that time too. Not all, yeah. not the whole entire time, but some of it. Yeah, the market. Yeah, the market was um, down bad during that time. And then, and then I found out, you know, factories were burning down too. You no, know, different were, were burning, yeah. Metal factories, some other factories too. Yeah, yeah they were burning. Like, I don't know where. That's crazy. All these things affect the market, logistics especially. Like, this is something you got to understand. If you do not have a logistics in your country, that is so damaging. You do not understand how damaging that is. Logistics is one of the things that runs the runs the country. It's logistics. That's what not I mean runs it, but what makes the country function. You have to have logistics. We're having a shortage. That hurts your logistics. That hurts the prices. Companies don't have certain supplies. They don't have certain products. So there's a shortage going on. They can't get the product over on time. They're missing certain dates to get the product over here. That's causing you know, the price to either stock, I mean, the price to plummet or increase. All these things affect the market. It's literally like a domino effect. All of that affects us, too. Yeah, it does. You know, one thing leads to another. A exactly. domino effect. And yeah, then a lot of stuff fell hard. And then we still, you know, and then it's crazy. We still feeling the effects, you know, of COVID when it started a couple of years ago. Yeah, we still feeling the effects. Like the example you gave, um, there's still cargo ships sitting out in the waters waiting to pull in. We can't get that cargo off the ship. We can't get those products 
onto land. We can't get them in the stores. So therefore we can't purchase any of those items because they're not there. So therefore we can't purchase their items. The company that sells certain items won't get any return from us. Cause you know what? We're not buying them because they're not there. So no, they're their decrease as well. Their earnings decrease as well. So all of this affects everybody is, is, it's almost like a, a circle of life thing or a circle of the economy. It affects everybody. Yeah, it's a whole cycle. And a lot of stuff can't get made, too, because the materials is not getting here. Remember I bought up the microchips? Yep. Yeah. Missing a lot of that. A lot of people that wanted to build uh, their own um, PCs couldn't do it because it, it was a certain chip they wanted. They don't have it anymore because there's a shortage. Yeah, and even if they do, they're going to charge an arm and a leg for it. So, exactly. So they already got those chips. They're going to keep flipping it, and you're going to just going to have to spend that money. Exactly. And then at one point, it was a shortage of workers. So even if they had the material, enough there wasn't enough supply to be made because no one was making those chips. So there was a shortage of workers. That's That's a good... Like even now, it was this whole thing about the truckers uh, doing a pro. Oh, well, in Canada, the truckers had a protest where um they weren't going to um you know drive the trucks to uh, give out the products and all that, deliver the products. Now that was still a massive hit to the logistics, but I'm pretty sure it was funny. Uh, they got that stuff straightened out, but it was a reason why they were protesting, and there were understandable reasons. Yeah, man. And even the truck truckers are, you know, definitely feeling it, too, because they can't even get their parts for the truck on time. Or the, yeah, and yeah. they're getting overworked as well. So, yeah, it, it's you know, affecting all this distribution. And, yeah, it's, it's hurting everything. That still is. And, like, with everything we talked about, like Terra Luna, increase in prices, shortages, the effects of COVID, and um, the market's going down, the real estate sector, increase in real estate. It kind of almost brings up the question, like, are we in a recession or are we gearing towards one? Yep, that's the real yeah, that's the real question right there. So, are we in it already, or you know, or, or are we heading towards one? Because right now we do have a lot of red flags. What the oh, yeah. everything Valley just listed? Yeah, all those are red flags. I mean that, like, like for one thing, like last quarter, the GDP, the gross uh, domestic. Uh, product for us i think last quarter the percentage of it dropped by i think what was it 1.4 if i'm not mistaken i think it was uh dropped by 1.4 percent by last quarter what determines kind of like a recession is if we've uh dropped two quarters in the row we already dropped one quarter so if we drop this quarter i think technically speaking it will be a recession, but we're not the ones that determine that. Yeah. And we're just the ones that, yeah, we're just the ones that feel like it, but you know, it hasn't been, 
uh, what he's saying, it hasn't been confirmed yet, you know, by the people that you normally look at to announce it, you know, determine whether we're in a recession or not. But it feels like it, uh, which is why, you know, both of us saying like that, there are a lot of red flags there. I know COVID, you know, like 2020 definitely felt like a recession with a lot of people out of work. I have plenty of people out of work and still some people out of work. Yep. So times are are crazy. It is. So it's like, we don't necessarily have an answer. I don't think we're in a recession now, but I think it's more of we are gearing towards one. And this is not to, to panic anybody or to gaslight anybody. We're just kind of like going off information and our own opinions uh, about it. Yeah, and then the same thing, too. I think we're heading towards a recession. You know, like, I mean, it's it's pretty bad now. But, you know, even just like I told Veli, I, I, you know, I, I feel like this is my opinion, too. We're heading something, you know, towards something worse, too. Even not heading towards, I feel like we have the right setup. We'll at least say we have the right setup for one. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah. So the question: Are we in a recession? So yeah, right now, you know, I'm gonna say, no, we may not be, but it's not confirmed. But it feels like it, though. (laughs) You ain't wrong (laughs) if you say you feel like it. Yeah, it definitely feels like it. (laughs) I have had to ask myself that too. Is this a recession right now? (laughs) <laughs> but it, all, all jokes aside it, it is getting crazy it's getting ridiculous out here it is and again i wish i can you know pull this up and show y'all with the chart of um kind of like the technical terms of how it determines a, uh, a recession I think back around a little bit after COVID, I kind of want to say, or maybe before COVID, we were in, when you look at a chart, we were in our expansion. And basically what that means, we was climbing, like think of us climbing up a mountain. We're like, we're going up the roller coaster. We was in the expansion phase. I think kind of around a little bit after that, we're still sitting at the peak. Then now we're kind of, we're dropping off. As I was in a roller coaster, we were climbing up to the top. We got to the top, and now the roller coaster is coming down. We're in that area right now where the roller coaster is coming down. We don't know when it's going to level out and we can enjoy the ride again, or we still got to drop down even further. We don't know yet. We just know we're in that area. Yep, yep, heading towards the red, but still inconclusive right now. Yeah, still inconclusive. Yeah, so just keep your eyes open is basically what we're saying. And like I said, we're not the ones that determine we're in a recession. Technically, it would be um Ember, and Ember is the National Bureau of um Economic Research. They're the ones that kind of give the green light to say, or have the final say, technically, or we are in a recession. They're the ones that publicly, like you know, will put that out there. But they're definitely watching it. Just know that they are keeping track of. They are watching it, and other people are watching it. And you might watch other people's shows, 
listen to their viewpoint. Some will think we're in a recession. It's not a wrong thought process. I'm not going against it. Some think, some think we're, we're not technically in one right now. I'm not going to go against their opinion because either one could be right. We don't know yet. We just know we have the right setup for one. Some believe we're coming out of that re- recession-like phase and going back to our, I guess, gearing towards our glory days again, eventually. Yeah, yeah and then some, you know, got different opinions too. Like, oh, no, this is about to be way worse. We're about to head towards a depression. Not saying that's true, but, you know, there there are different opinions on it. Yep, it is. And like I said, we're not trying to gaslight anybody. We're just kind of letting you know where the facts sit at, at this time and point. What well, is at this point in time? Okay, you have all the information here. We're not saying it is a recession, but the setups are looking pretty right for it. And who knows? We could completely miss it. Everything be just fine. But like I said, we have shortage issue, increase in prices, inflation going on in the real estate market. We're still feeling the effects of COVID. We have the markets crash and we're in a bear market right now. And just because we're in a bear market doesn't determine, oh, it might be a a, a recession. No, because a lot of times there'll be a market crash. A lot of times, some of you won't notice. But if you pay attention, there's market crash. Not all the time. Some are pretty severe. Some are, some are mild. But yeah, there are it, market crashes. Yeah, it, it comes with, it definitely comes with the game. You know, we got a bull runs and, um, you know, now and we got our bear markets. You know, it just come, uh, comes with it. But we're just telling y'all like like so, something like everything bad happening now can influence a crash at that, too. It, it doesn't have to mean, you know, we're going into a recession just because you look at the uh, stock, stock market or crypto market and think that's an indicator. You know, like we're not saying use that as an indicator. We're just saying how all this can can affect where you put your money at. Exactly. And by you saying indicator, all this information together kind of brings up the idea, could we technically go into a recession? I'm not, we're not going off just one, oh, the market's crashing, possible recession, or inflation, possible recession. It's all of these indicators together. You don't go to a crime scene and look at one evidence and then judge who is guilty or who committed the crime. You have to look at all the evidence and then come to a conclusion. And then that's exactly like uh, what people should do with their do with their research too. You know, look look at more than one source. Exactly. Then, yeah, don't go just off because you know somebody said it, and then you ain't look back at it. At, you know, at what you put your money at, be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna look. You know, I'm gonna verify this. You know, it's good to verify, but don't, you know, don't just, you know, make a decision, you know, based off somebody else, but um, based off somebody else's saying, you know, yeah, this is, yeah, this is going to happen with this. I guarantee you, it doesn't mean they're going to be right just because they're 100% confident. Yeah. Take us, for instance. I know you listen to us, but just don't take our word and run with it. Like, <laughs> do your own research. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like we said earlier, no, 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 we ain't, ain't saying that. Don't take us out of context. Uh, I mean, like we're trying to give information, but still do your own research. Like I said, just don't take what we say and 
take it and run with it. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, just uh, and he, I wouldn't say warnings, but yeah, just keep an open mind and then kind of research. You know what we mentioned too. You know, kind of look up what we're talking about. You know that way, not only you can remember it, but you know it'll help you. You know, help you research. You still make your own decisions, but you can, you know, at least take what we said and then you know help help you better your research. Exactly, exactly. I know I've been sounding distracted. It is like a wasp flying around me. I'm trying to smack the mess out of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, I was like, hold up. <laughs> oh man, what you got to kill it with? <laughs> don't don't kill it with your mic. Yeah, that's seven dollar <laughs> mic. <laughs> I got the two in my hand. I'm like, wait, wait, wait to this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, you know the wasp. At first it was the dogs. Now the wasp ruining the show. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hope I don't hear it buzzing. I heard about the book. I was like, like, just wait, just wait. <laughs> just wait to plot like you did that mole in the yard <laughs> for a whole hour. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, we definitely got to cut this. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that, but that's going to, but that's going to end it there, though. Um, yeah, like we said, you know, just, Keep an open mind, you know, don't rely on just one source, especially, um, you know, when you're doing your research, pay attention to everything that's going on. Be, you know, be safe. And, you know, we just, you know, we had to get dark again, you know, just to because we got to put these warnings out there, you know, uh, especially uh, when you engage in something as risky as the crypto market, you know, and other markets, too, but especially uh, cryptos. But other other than that, though, you know. This ain't financial advice, you know, by the way, just because we're talking about all this, you know, and, and, and this doesn't mean we're rich either. Please don't go thinking that. Yeah, we just you know? like talking about money. Like I so said, we got to give you our warning because, like Money said, this is a dangerous market. The reason why we're always so serious is because it deals with money. We're talking about money. It's always going to be a little serious when we talk about that. Uh, we ain't going to play with your money. I hope you don't play with your money. Uh, no, no, unless you just, you know, made that money off returns and then you could play with it, you know, because you ain't had to spend the money you put in. But that's something that's, that's something different, though, if you made the money. But yeah, that, yeah, these this these things can affect you, your, your life and then, you know, your family life, too. So because you because you're doing this for a reason to actually, you know, live a better life and don't have to stress about money. You know, because we got because we got to, you know, use that to pay, you know, the water bill, the light bill and everything, pay the rent so you can have a place to stay. Or, or you just want to take some time for yourself. You want a vacation or you want to buy something nice for yourself or you just want to be better off financially, which a lot of us. I was I would hope all of us will want to be better financially. Yes, yes. I, I, and I know I do. <laughs> Same yeah. here. That's why we do this. Yep, and and this it's not going to be easy, but you know it comes with a sacrifice, which we for which for all you newcomers is what we talk about in episode you know seven and eight. You know it's good to listen to those two together. You know simple ways to build wealth and then what act what money actually means. But other than that, though, you know be on the lookout for episode negative one, which is only going to be on Instagram and TikTok. 
is the only time for right now that you're going to see us go live. Like we'll go, we'll go live in the future, and, you know, kind of work our way up. Right now we're going to work our way up the slides, and then we'll eventually go live, especially by the second season. But yeah, but it's it's coming. It's definitely coming. So be on the lookout for that uh, below zero series. Yeah, below zero. Get cold out there. <laughs> get cold out there. <laughs> Uh, but other than that though yeah this money and valley right here and yeah we're just gonna have to close this episode all right peace out john enjoy yourselves yeah peace out